Welcome to the Weather Guru Podcast for November the 8th, 2022, Tuesday. Thank you for joining me. We're going to be talking about Nicole, which has just now went from a subtropical storm to a tropical storm, Nicole, and it's strengthening right now. As you can see, there's great convection wrapping all the way around the center now, and that's what you need to have a defined tropical system. It is expected to become a hurricane tomorrow morning. And continue as it makes a continued track toward the east coast of Florida. So we're going to get into that. We also are going to get into the local National Weather Service hazards for the United States and lower 48 United States as well. First, let's give you the latest on the coal from the National Hurricane Center. Minimum pressure is down to 990 millibars, moving west at 10 miles an hour. Sustained winds maximum at 65 miles an hour, and it is growing. It's expected to become a Category 1 hurricane by tomorrow. Category 1 hurricane, it's just, and it could be strengthened even further, but like I said, it doesn't have much room once it leaves the northern Bahamas. It's going to impact northern Bahamas at 1 p.m. Wednesday. Uh, Abacos Island, Freeport Island, those islands up there that were affected by Hurricane Dorian a couple of years back, but this is nowhere near the intensity that Dorian was. Obviously, Cat 5 Dorian left a mark on the northern Bahamas Island, but the hurricane warning is in effect for Nicole as it brushes by the northern Bahama Islands and then makes its landfall approach sometime early Thursday morning, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, somewhere between West Palm Beach, Jupiter Inlet, all the way um, up to as far north as Brevard County, in the, just south of Cape Canaveral, Florida, is what they're anticipating the landfall is. That's good news for the Miami Fort Lauderdale area, as they will get some surge and some king tide flooding, but the majority of the impacts are going to be expected north and of the center, north and uh, west of the center, where it makes landfall uh, in terms of the storm surge and the winds and the rain. It will rapidly de-strengthen to a tropical storm and then eventually may make a second landfall somewhere in the big bend of Florida, anywhere from Sea to Key to Apalachicola should be on the look, look out for that second landfall in the eastern big bend of Florida and then it will track up and of course dissipate bringing heavy rains through the mid-Atlantic and out through the northeast later on in the week in the forecast period if the cone holds true. Uh, and you can see the wind field here. It has a huge wind field of tropical storm winds that extend out 300 miles from the center. Kind of an odd shape, but you have to remember that this storm started out as a subtropical storm, Nicole. The difference between a tropical storm and a subtropical is basically a subtropical is a cold core low, whereas a tropical storm has a warm core center surrounded by thunderstorms surrounding the center. Now it has transitioned fully to a tropical storm and this is what we see here on the on the water vapor loop here you can see the convection is wrapped all around the center a tight core there and uh, there's no and it's fanning out the outflow is there the dry air has dissipated as we're looking at the water vapor here and we see the dry air noted in orange or dark on this map or any map you see um, it has dissipated so now it's going to a moist environment a warm moist sea surface temperatures are 80 79 80 81 degrees fahrenheit in the gulf stream of the atlantic ocean just to the northeast a couple hundred miles northeast of, of the bahamas of the northern chain of the bahamas uh, islands of the bahamas there and it's going to make its approach toward florida now because it's coming in at an angle perpendicular to florida um the storm surge impacts from a category one should be minimal 
uh, you know, minimal compared to like it's not going to be anywhere near a Hurricane Ian or anything, but they can experience four to six feet of storm surge wherever that center or seven feet, four to seven feet of storm surge wherever that center makes landfall just to the north and east of that center. Like I said, once again, they're expecting it from between Jupiter, West Palm Beach Inlet, all the way up through Cape Canaveral, somewhere there, the landfall for the center of the storm. But the impacts, of course, are felt outside of the cone and all of that we know. So that's what's going to be experienced with that. Uh, the good news is this system will be moving and it will be moving quickly uh, through. So it's not going to be one to labor and linger and produce heavy, heavy rain lingering, but it will produce, you know, it will produce some winds and some power outages will be likely anywhere from West Palm Beach, uh, say Brevard County, uh, Cape Canaveral, in the Atlantic, Melbourne Beach, uh, Stewart, uh, Hobbs Sound, you name it. Those areas will can experience power outages as hurricane force winds and hurricane force wind gusts will be approaching that area um, shortly after Wednesday night, Thursday morning, late Wednesday night between midnight and into Thursday morning, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. time frame. Um, and so if you have to make a commute down that area along I-95, Florida Turnpike, U.S. 1 Military Trail, uh, anywhere between, you know, like I said, West Palm Beach down all the way down through that area, you want to be careful because you're going to experience heavy rain, flooding, and things of that nature. Looking at the national hazards here, we have, of course, Florida, um, the eastern coast of Florida is highlighted with those hurricane warnings, uh, tropical storm warnings, and watches, etc., and there's also some snow that we have in the northern tier. We have a winter weather watch, a winter storm watch for the northern tier, International Falls, Bemidji, uh, Minnesota, Jamestown, Pierre, South Dakota, these areas, uh, Rapid City. There's going to be a Alberta Clipper coming in, bringing some winter storm watch, bringing some, a couple of inches of snowfall in there. And, of course, we have a continuing snowfall, which is good for the skiing season. And those of you in Colorado on off the front range, Vail, Breckenridge, you name it, Summit County, those folks out there are getting heavy snow. And those folks in the high Sierras are getting heavy snow. Winter storm warning continues for Lake Tahoe, uh, Alturas, Bridgeport, California, coming down the valley there. Some of those areas in the, in the foothills are getting some heavy snow there as well off to the east to Fresno. So if you're in those areas, uh, great ski conditions, but be careful because feet of snow are expected up to two and a half feet of snow is expected in the high Sierra country there. As you know, Donner Pass and all the big passes will be getting heavy snow. Chains will be required, I'm pretty sure. Now, we also have another warning. Red flag one is continuing eastern Colorado off the front range. So we're coming up I-70 there, I-26, 76, I mean, through Fort, leaving Fort Collins. Red flag warnings are in effect because that dry air rushes down the leeward side of the mountains there. So there's a uh, there's that chance there that you want to watch out for that too with the high wind warnings coming into Kansas, uh, western Kansas as well. Other than that, we don't have any other things to talk about here in terms of the, the National uh, Weather Service hazards. But going back to Nicole, Nicole, since it has a huge wind field and the tropical storm force winds extend out upwards of 285 to 300 miles, it is possible that those storms will continue to come in uh, from an angle. So we have to be concerned about the storm surge. WeatherChannel.com had an article that saying that the wind gusts could approach uh, 60 to 80 miles an hour in areas south of Cape Canaveral and Daytona Beach. So once again, if you're in, have family in Jupiter, uh, West Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens, um, uh, uh, Vero Beach, places like that, Stewart, those areas, in the Atlantic, Melbourne Beach, um, those areas like that, Palm Palm Bay, 
Florida, okay? You want to tell your family members to prepare for possible power outages on Wednesday, late Wednesday night, from midnight, from, I say about 11 p.m. Wednesday night through early Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Thursday morning. So have the candles, flashlights ready, solar power lights, and have a way to get, you know, some perishable, non perishable foods and water at least for a day or two as Nicole continues to make her track westward. Um, and that's pretty much it. Also, I want to tell you that, uh, it is possible that it can undergo uh, strengthening. Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to be rapid strengthening or not, but it will undergo strengthening to Category 1. Uh, right now, they have it at a minimum Category 1 at 75 miles an hour, but it's possible that we can experience gusts up to 90 miles an hour, okay, um, due to the topography of eastern Florida. As you know, it's a shallow stream, uh, a shallow, uh, the east coast has deeper water on the east coast than the west coast of Florida, but this, the coastline, I mean, the area is in is a flatter terrain, and so some of the higher... Um, elevated points off the from away from the beach inland may experience gusts up to 90 miles an hour but other than that it's still category one and it will dissipate quickly and make that second landfall but here's the water vapor we're going past sunset here and you can see it strengthening with those thunderstorms bubbling up around the center there right there you see those thunderstorms bubbling up around to the north and east of the center there and the center is right about here and also we should note there's not much lightning with it there was a few lightning strikes earlier but there's not that much lightning with it so it is intensifying um, in spite of that as well and the dry air has been removed so this has been your weather guru forecast mainly dealing with tropical storm Nicole which has transitioned and it's going to be a hurricane by tomorrow morning guaranteed Thank you very much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.